We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. So grateful to have you here with me today. I today have a really special guest for you. She is someone that I connected with early on in my business days, and she's just provided me with such insight and just been a good friend, to be honest. she We met early on through Business Chicks and an online virtual networking thing that they held because it was 2020, none of us were meeting. And it was really nice in those days where you're a bit lonely because you're working from home, starting a business. And she really help me find my feet. And I'm excited to bring her to you today because she has so much wisdom. She's been in her business for many years, as you will hear her talk about. And I just think she needed to be here. She needed to tell you guys this stuff. And yeah, look, get a pen and paper ready because you're going to want to take notes from today's episode. So sit in, get ready. You're going to love it. Emma is a personal branding coach with a mission to help female leaders to show up and make an impact. Through her business, Lovely Communications, Emma gives women the tools and support to grow their business, become an authority and build their own unique brand. She's a speaker and MC, regularly taking to the physical and virtual stage to speak about business, personal brand, travel and mental health. Emma is not only the host of one but two podcasts, Lovely Travels and the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. Wherever possible, she combines her passions of business and travel together and she sees life as one big adventure. Emma's personal mission is to live a life that she loves, a lovely life and inspire others to do the same. She's a business owner of 13 years and she knows the importance of building a brand and sharing that with the world. So I'm really excited to share her with you today and all her details are in the show notes. So please feel free to reach out if this episode speaks to you and you want to learn more from Emma. I'm so excited. Let's jump into today's episode. Emma, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I always love talking to you, Beck. Our only problem will be stopping talking. So I know. let's keep it tight. Yeah, let's keep it tight. <laughs> this is We've got 10 minutes, right? I'm starting the clock. <laughs> no, I saw the length of your episodes. I was like, oh God. I know, we suck. We I'm not the right... Th- person for this podcast. We're not the right people with each other for this podcast either. But I love it. I love the name Espresso. I love how it starts and I've got my coffee. Tell us Um, what you're drinking. I'm a latte kind of gal. Espresso martinis. Yes. (laughs) Lattes for my coffee. Thank you. If we're recording the evening, we'll do espresso martinis next time. Thank you. That would be better for me. (laughs) So today you are going to deliver some really important details around bios. And I love this because I think so many people out there don't actually know where to start with a bio or they've just seen the traditional, hi, I'm back and this is what I do. And that's kind of a little vanilla and boring. Absolutely. So how to write a bio with impact is something that I'm talking about at the moment because it's what people come to me for. And it's generally that they get asked for something. So even today you have asked me for my bio and I could have freaked out because I don't have something, <laughs> but I've got at least five different bios written. I said, actually said, which one do you want? You know, <laughs> who am I today? Which owner am I today? But I have a lovely bio that summarizes who I am. And what I find the problem with the bio sometimes is it is very heavily work focused and very heavily role and title focused. So people tend to write their bio based on the work that they're doing or what they're doing as opposed to who they are. Mm-hmm. And we've got to think of our bio as an introduction and a summary. And obviously, when we're talking about Instagram or, or Twitter, the space is very, very small. So you've really got to have some keywords in there that capture people and summarize. But I'm probably talking more the place where we see a more traditional bio that would then be used on, say, a podcast or if you were speaking, even could lead, like, lead into your About Us page uh, mm-hmm. where you talk about yourself. That would be your LinkedIn bio. 
and that's probably where I've been helping people more. It's really important, but it's also not something to freak out about. It can be changed. Like I literally changed mine the other day. You yeah, know? I update mine regularly because like things change, right? And also you'll have like a new thought bubble and be like, oh, I think that's important. But the key message is, as I say, like I said, you're all, essentially you are who you are. So that's going to not change, but your location could change. The people you serve could change. And I think what's really nice is having that I help or I support or mm-hmm. I work with statement. Yep. So not just when you open with your bio, not just having a role or title as, you know, so I'm CEO or I'm founder or I'm a business owner or that's one thing, but it's, or I'm a personal branding coach. It's then, and I help support work with, that gives people in one little snippet, a really clear idea, oh, this person is for me and this is what they're about. And now I want to read more. I love that. And I think also, because I know one of the things that a lot of people come to me when I start working with them and they actually don't even know who they work with. So I think if we sit down and we actually nut it out at a personal level of, oh, well, who do I want to work with? And I'm going to put this statement into the internet and into the world, (laughs) you know, that generally is going to help you attract those types of clients that you actually want to work with, right? Absolutely. And something that as well I see is, you know, people think about it as the elevator pitch and it's like, my bio has to be my elevator pitch. And it's like, no, I actually don't love elevator pitches. Uh, People would probably think that I would. I actually, because I think it's too much pressure. And I think when you write an elevator pitch and you use that pitch over and over, it becomes static and stilted and robotic. And you don't even believe in it. it. Yeah. I used to say, people go, so tell me about yourself. And I go, so hi, I run Lovely (laughs) Communications. I do PR, marketing, social media, and writing. It was like, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't even like it. Why would somebody else be interested in that? Whereas now I say, you know, hi, I'm Emma. I'm Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature, which is pretty fun. (laughs) I have a very catchy last name, so that helps. You do, damn it. (laughs) I'm lovely. I run lovely communications, but I say, you know, I'm a personal branding coach and I help female leaders to show up and make an impact. And they're like, oh, what's personal branding? Or, oh, showing up. What, What does that mean? Or it's just, we think about it, it's like spark, you know, it's like you're sparking a light, you know, you're just, you're sparking a conversation. We're not trying to, you know, start a fire on day one, you know, whereas an elevator pitch, you tell them all this stuff, you talk for 30 seconds and they're like, oh, cool. Now I know everything. Thanks. Good to know. Yeah. It, it can no be actually a conversation, conversation ender Yeah, as opposed to a conversation starter. So I tend to only, when I introduce myself, say one sentence. And then they say, oh, that's interesting. And it's a back and forth. Yeah, I love and that. And sometimes they say something different. Oh, I run a podcast and talk about that. Or, oh, yeah, I, I do some travel writing. You know, it depends on the audience I'm with. And then as we're talking later on, I go, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm also a personal branding coach. The travel writing is more of a something I do for funsies and have a background in. And they're like, oh, really? So, but we've already have been having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So we've already started. So I'm talking about, well, I am sorry, talking. I've gone off the bio a little bit, but. The premise is the same when you're writing this thing because you probably want to write it to get practice and, and use it. But here we're talking about writing a bio that's going to catch people's eyes online um, in the digital space. So you're creating digital footprint. But I also want you to think about how would you use those words in person, you know? Yeah. And so because people can sometimes present really well online and then when you're in person, freeze and not know how to talk about yourself or you're just reading out that script and it's like yeah I'll admit it's something I struggle with to be honest when people say to me oh what do you do I'm like oh 
shit it's the worst question yeah I hate that and it it feels like I'm I'm being asked to like put myself into this nice little box I'm like well I'm actually quite a complex human um a lot of things hold my beer sit down (laughs) we got time (laughs) have you got an hour you need an hour for this (laughs) but I've always hated the elevator pitch thing because I feel like I don't deliver it with passion and I think we wouldn't yeah when we're writing like when we write our bio when we speak to our bio whatever it is I think if you don't have that passion behind what you do, that like it translates to people. They're like, oh, they don't actually really like what they do. You know, instantly if someone's talking about their job and they're completely actually disengaged from it. Yeah, absolutely. A thing that you could create today that would really help you is one pager. And what you want on there is one sentence, 50 words, 100 words, and 200 words about Mm -hmm. you. You can create a separate one pager about your business. This is about you. So you're talking as yourself. So it's either I am, and then you would write it another way, which is, you know, Emma is or Beck is or Rebecca is. <laughs> you only choose Beck, to introduce Beck. yourself. <laughs> Beck. Um, you know, just so you have those two ways of talking and we've got to remember which audience, you know, so if I'm on LinkedIn, it obviously says my name, Emma Lovell, so I'm going to be talking as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if it's on my business page, Lovely Communications is going to say Emma is. Yeah. So just remembering which audience you're talking to. Now, some of my clients find it easier one way as I find it easier the other way. I tend to start with one sentence and then build upon that. And so when you write those, don't feel like there's heaps of words to write. You're writing a sentence. Then your next, your 50 words, start with that sentence. You're adding another sentence. With your 100 words, you're starting with the 50 words. You're adding another paragraph. When you go to your 200 words, you've got another two paragraphs to work with. Yeah, I love So you've that. got one sentence, one paragraph, two paragraphs, four paragraphs. You know, it's not a lot. And it's not a lot of space. You write the 200 word and you're like, holy crap, I've got so much more to say. (laughs) But in that and in my example, what you want to have is your name, your chosen title, which could be CEO or business owner or change maker or, you know, content creator or queen of or whatever you want to call yourself. That's fine. It's your title. Nobody's going to argue with you. And then you want your help or support statement. So who are you? What are you here to do? Who are you here to serve? That'd be a really lovely one sentence. Mine is, you know, I'm Emma Lovell or... Emma Lovell is a personal branding coach. She has a mission to help female leaders to show up and make an impact without the overwhelm or with integrity, something like that. So that's my little one-liner. Your next line is then going to be about your expertise, your experience, your probably your business or what you're doing. So that would be Emma Lovell has been running her business, Lovely Communications, for more than 13 years, and she has a background in PR, marketing, social media, and writing. So now you know that I have skills, you know that my business name you know that I have quite a few years of experience. So you'd be writing, I have more than 20 years or five years or whatever you have. And just remember with that, if you've only been re- running your business for two years, like you, Beck, mm. you have 20 years of experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't say, I've been running my business for two years. You would use the 20 years of experience. So yeah. that, that builds your confidence and gives you that credibility too. You might then go into maybe your mission or why you're here or something like that that sort of gives that what's important to you. Then your second paragraph is probably going to be more personal. Where you're located is really important. I always include where you're located. You can add a line of that you work globally or internationally or whatever, but people like to know where people are. So mm. it's it's a talking point. Oh, I see that you're based in the Gold Coast. Oh, how's the weather? Or, oh, I love the Gold Coast. We always go on holidays there. Or, oh, I'm in Sydney too. Like it's just a conversation point that was mm. really nice. So location is an easy one to include. You would also then maybe include something else that you do. So for me, it'd be my speaking or emceeing or the fact that I run a podcast. That's include, important to know. Again, it gives me credibility as a speaker, as a professional, shows that I have many facets to me as well. And then the final line I would include about something very personal, about you know 
your family, your fur baby, your love of the ocean, your an iron woman, or the fact oh, that you I love wish. espresso martinis. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I'm describing all of my clients here. I know all of their bios, so I've just combined all of them. But that last line, it's almost like a fun fact or something that's going to connect people. And you know, one of my clients does have espresso martinis in there and it's someone's going to see that and go, oh, well, I'd love to meet you for an espresso martini and, and yeah, chat about, you know, voice casting and podcasting. So that's sort of the structure. And then the 200 words, you get to just build upon that a little bit more. The other way you can do it, start from the 200 words because you have a bit more room to play with and then you cut it down. Well, what, what do I have to tell them if I only have 100 words? And then you've got 50 words. What do I have to tell them if I've only got 50 words? And think about somebody reading this out. Like if someone were to read this out before I stepped on stage or before I joined a podcast, what would I want them to know about me? Yeah, I love that. And then your one-liner. That's so awesome. Emma, you have been so helpful for us today. I think that anyone can go away and write a bio now. And if you're stuck, Emma's details are in the show notes and I highly encourage you to reach out to her. She is awesome. That's why she's on this podcast, right? (laughs) So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And yes, remember you don't, you can write it and you can change it. That's the beauty of the internet. If you Mm -hmm. don't like it, change it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, Emma, thank you so much. I'm sure you'll be back. I will be back. And we will talk again soon. More fun facts. Bye. Bye.